The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Start your day off right with one of our K-Cups, Original Blends, Coffee House Blends, or Instant Coffees ranging from mild to dark. And now, you can discover your shade of dark roasted coffee, developed especially for coffee lovers seeking dark, roasted, complex Folgers Noir coffees. They highlight a range of dark yet smooth roasts. Find us in your local grocery store or online at Folgers.com. And what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Respect the Combat podcast. As uh, for this week, we got to say goodbye to to two two legends that just passed away. Um, we got some updates on the new uh, the Mortal Kombat game. We got some updates on a third show that has been announced by AEW by Warner Brothers Discovery. We got some updates on the NBA playoffs. And then also we are one week away of what is going to be a very hectic Memorial Day weekend, if you get my drifts. But we'll be discussing all of that once we'll be back in five. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast. This is episode 121, and I'm your host with the most, Mr. Tritnazi himself, Trico Fullerton, and we're with me is my other uh, host for today, Mr. D.L. Key and Mr. Eric G., Mr. Eric Ghosting. What's up, boys? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, seems like me and you are starting off with doing most of the talking just because, uh, unfortunately, for once, we're not the triggered ones. Um, <laughs> if you I knew, if I you, knew it, you were gonna start some hectic stuff. Oh, you already know. I'm the I, 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 you already know. I'm the one that always likes to cause trouble, but. <laughs> But if you if you guys are wondering what I mean by that, typically on these episodes, usually there is something on here that either triggers myself or it usually triggers Trico. This week, however, um, we're the ones sitting back laughing because of the fact that Donaze is actually the one that is triggered. So, <laughs> so it's a, it's a little nice to be on the other end of the spectrum, and it also is kind of nice because I'm the one that broke the news to Donaze that make that made him feel said triggered currently. So, as usual, here's me, Eric, stirring trouble. <laughs> and well, we'll, shut the we'll heck get... up right now about that. <laughs> I can take over my usual pre-intro. <laughs> After... See what I, I mean, the... guys? Nowadays wasn't even able to do the pre-intro today because he's so... Because, because we'll get into what it is that he's so upset about. But, um, yeah, let's get into these mainstream highlights, boys. <laughs> I gotta look at my notes because I'm not... Actually, crap. I don't know how I'm well, gonna organize this. Well, not gonna... trigger you or me. Well, if you guys Cause... want, I can start. I was gonna say I can start it off. Um, no, 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 no. Because what I just posted, because I had to update the, because I had to put the bracket in there for one thing we're talking about. That's gonna trigger you. And what's gonna trigger me? One of the two things that are going to trigger me is in the mainstream highlights. Solely those for last. For reasons. And with that being said, because unfortunately, we got to talk about um, 
a couple of um, passings within the combat sports world over the last week, 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 week and a half, right? Yeah. Because I know um, you sent the former MMA fighter, Shali Lip, Shali Lip, who was like a perspective coming through the MMA independent scene that even caught the eye of Dana White and unfortunately passed due to a car crash. And then at the age of 79, superstar Billy Graham passed away, which got put on life support early this week, and then they pulled the plug Wednesday slash Thursday, which is crazy. And then former Goddess of Stardom and Artist of Stardom tag team champion of Donna Del Mondo via Stardom, of Donna Del Mondo from Stardom, Himeka, Hashimi Doi, officially retired from the sport of professional wrestling at the age of 25. I think that's a... And the reason is similar to why Habib retired. When was that, like last year or was that 2021 when Habib retired? I think it was 2021. 2021, yeah. So her reason for retiring was similar to Habib's because of the death of the parents. And a lot of Japanese wrestlers, I don't know if you guys know this, go into the sport or go into whatever profession they're trying to do. They're trying to do with one goal in mind, one of two goals, either make their parent family and parents proud or prove their parents wrong and be successful. And yeah, I don't want to get into that because it'll get dark and we're already going to have some dark stuff on this episode that I kind of don't want to get into right now on too bad of a note. So we'll just scroll on as the former UFC heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou signed a multi-fight deal with PFL that will start in 2024, which is insane to think one of the biggest names in like he literally after his release, got it, and then signed with a... He literally jumped. This man is, like, the biggest jump I've seen in MMA history up to this point. People would, would throw Demetrius Johnson's jump to one championship. That was a trade that the UFC kind of got burned on. That wasn't a jump. That was a trade. Because if you remember, MMA fans... When Johnson left the UFC, it was a trade to get Ben Askren. And let's just say Jorge Masvidal snuffed that out real quick. And speaking of getting snuffed out, Liv Morgan got injured during the match, during the tag title defense with against damage control last week. I don't know if it was a spot of Raquel swinging around or... Wanted to go just kicks, just cracked her upside the head. 
But in response to that, instead of booking some of the talent they just called up or some of the talent they just reunited like the way, guess who returned and now is randomly trying to big league herself into a tag title match? Miss Ronda Rousey. Uh, what do y'all expect? Y'all like y'all surprised. What are y'all expect? I'm just surprised she kept stood on, got back on her feet real quick. I'm just surprised you didn't bust her face. Yeah, that was a close call. <laughs> you wanted to see her bust her face I on did. that concrete. I did. That... Oh, Lord. Because, let me remind y'all, technically, Ronda and Shana are technically number one containers because they, they won. They lost the Mania. They lost. No, they won. What are you talking about? So now, just as Ronda, Ronda's had beef with Jay, Damon Control since January, and just because she's had beef with the booking of the tag division and Damage Control since January, and yet the only time you actually want to make a play on camera for the titles is literally when one of the champs is injured. How smart does that make you look? Now they gotta go into a. Uh, I don't know. If this is they gonna make it into a storyline, but like how is uh, depends on Liz's injury. Exactly. Know. Like literally, you had a you've had opportunity since it came into your brain to make a play for this since January, and you wait four months to do it when one of the champions are injured. So regardless of what you think. And if you try and double team Raquel like you said you wanted to, you're not going to get the title shot any easier. Heck, you might actually injure Raquel. But then again, this next story that I got to bring up, I know it's not in the notes, but we got to touch on this. So, granted, I think we all know the answer of who the superstars finisher we would want to see hit on. If they acted out their most infamous, their more infamous highlights. Because, unfortunately, via report through Sports Kita and I'm going to say a few other wrestling sites, Doctors of Her Bob Warden Jr., Cowboy Bob, yeah. they literally advised Randy Orton to never wrestle again. Oh, wow. And that's, yeah, it's like they advised him to retire. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think Randy is going to retire like that. I think he wants to retire on his own terms. He's in for back. He's been having back issues for about a year. And Kim, his wife Kim and him have literally had conversations to... If Randy can't be Randy, she's literally advised him like, "Hey, for the sake of the family, you gotta retire." Yeah, it's a bit of a tough one. I I could imagine on him just because, you know, every wrestler wants to be able to go on go out on their own terms. Look at what Edge is doing right now. 
Yeah. It's just sometimes you don't necessarily get that option, I guess. Yeah. And I think we all know if he could, could go through not just a match, but if he could hit one more RKO, maybe a punt, who would, what woman it would be on in WWE. Yeah. Who would it be on, Eric? I'll let you say it. Uh, what are you talking about? If Orton has only one RKO and a punt left, if Randy Orton only has one RKO and one punt left in him, who would you want to see him punt into oblivion on the WWE roster? Tiffany Stratton. I said WWE, not NXT. NXT counts. Tiffany Stratton. Oh, my God. Bro, you got to say main roster. <laughs> you are not like Orton has never been in the Orton's not been to the performance center on camera, and you just go straight. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Just to make Trico happy, Grayson Waller. Thank you, thank you. I said woman, oh. and both you knuckleheads just go for your personal hates. I said main roster. Damn it. Main roster woman. Uh, I was trying to get you to say Rhonda, and both of y'all two just went with your individual hate. <laughs> because there's a compilation of every RKO Orton's hit I know. on YouTube. I saw it. And his last one should not be either associated with Edge or the Fiend. Edge's comeback or the Fiend. But it will, unfortunately. And this one... What are you going to say? And unfortunately, it will be. We'll get to Tiffany Stratton in a minute when we talk about these uh, world title situations. Uh, these tournament, these title tournament situations in WWE, but Saray made her Japanese wrestling return, and I think that was her first match within what, probably close to a year. Yeah, just about. And speaking of in-ring returns, Trinity Fatu made her wrestling in-ring return on camera because it got taped a couple weeks ago, but the match actually aired for Impact against Kylan King. I will say this, and this is the one thing I hate across all wrestling, Impact did it here. Don't pin your freaking champions. I don't care if it's in a different division. Yeah. Why is the Coven involved with the knockout title picture right now? Uh, and they're bullying Jessica as I guess Rose, Rosemary's out injured or missed a taping for some reason. I don't know. But why are they not trying to finish the feud with the Death Dolls 
considering like they're part of the reason Taya got sent to the Shadow Realm, aka Jade victims. In K fame, so yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah. And Pat McAfee signed a multi-year deal for the Pat McAfee show to be an official ESPN product. So for those wanting an easy return to Pat McAfee of Pat McAfee and Michael Cole on SmackDown, I doubt that's going to happen. Because ESPN is more Disney products. Actually, it might happen. It might happen. Just because ESPN being a Disney product and Fox being a Disney product, it might happen. But depending on timing, especially if he does college game day in the fall, I doubt it. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm a just... I'm going to get it over with. I'm going to get it over with because I'd rather us leave the mainstream highlights happy than pissed off. You know, Eric, would you like to leave the mainstream happy or pissed off? Well, I mean, there's still one like, or there's still one thing you didn't mention. Okay, i tell you what. No, 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 no. Would you, no wait, 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 wait. Let me there's talk. like Let me five talk. things we need to talk about. There's five more things. Mainstream wise, I need to talk about. Hold on, I'm hold on. Hold on. We're time both going to end up pissed off. Out. Let me talk. You guys get out all uh, out of your systems about your feelings, and that I'm going to be the one in the middle explaining uh, how this is going to move forward. So, go. Yeah. All right. So, just want to get to it. Yeah. What the fuck is Kendra doing in AEW? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, honestly, I have no idea what the fuck is going on with that. I really don't understand why they thought working her into a storyline would be a good idea, but it's not. So, I mean, this is kind of just making their little faction that much worse. So, so you can't even book either Jade or Janie in a competent storyline, but you book the woman who set impact the knockouts division, which was thriving at the time before she got in there, into the 90s. Yeah. Bro, if we just start seeing Braun Panty matches in 2023 on AEW programming because Karen Jack gets her way, I'm done. If I start seeing that shit, I'm legitimately going to be pissed. And I'm actually going to make a trip to Jacksonville, Florida, and then a trip to no- and then a trip to Knoxville, Tennessee. Now, just make the trip to Knoxville and just pick those guitars. Like, all right. Like both both Jeff and Karen need to be far, far away from te- from wrestling television. Should have told that the Effie and Alley Catch. Soon as Jared hit that guitar in Alley Cash and GCW, I was like, "Ah, God, here we go." Yep. Are uh, y'all done? That's only my. That's only the half a piss to me off. 
You yeah. didn't get the half that pissed off of Eric. Go ahead, Eric. Let it out. Yeah. Because we got to talk about these Crockett Cup seedings. Yeah, oh, see. Let me give you my thoughts before y'all. Uh, Trico, you said you wanted both of us to let it out, right? No, because I'm going to be the one in the middle, okay? So let me talk. So don't piss me off. You got me? All right. Now, despite what I may feel about Karen in there, made me think we watching TNA Wrestling all over again, but this does make up a good story going into FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal because I wasn't in it at first. When they first made this announcement of the tag team timeline, I wasn't in it at first, but now the way I see it going, okay, now with Mark Briscoe being the special guest referee in the match, I think uh, when it comes to double or nothing, Mark Briscoe is going to finally see the light of, of Jay, Jay Lethal's bullshit of uh, what he's going through because there's no way you're going to make Mark Briscoe turn heel on FTR. Like, there's no way that that would totally mess up the Briscoe legacy if they do that. So that's where I said I see this going as in terms of double or nothing. So, right. Okay. So you talked about the immediate storyline, which you could have waited. That could have waited until we talked about the match next week. Well, but, too bad. Too bad. Too bad. So you wanted to def defend it, but what I'm pissed at and what Eric's talking about Dude. are the long-term residual effects of having the Jareds involved with AEW with their history and how they influenced the dark ages of Impact Wrestling, a.k.a. the Hogan era and beyond. Or lest we forget they put the title on ADR for like two months and then he effed that up and got suspended as world champion. So we're talking about the long-term effects, not the match itself, Trico. We'll talk about the match next week. If depending on, we might graze over the match itself, matter of fact, because of how much we got to touch on next week, which we'll get to. But the thing that I know pissed you off, Eric, these Crockett Cup seedings, I got the link up. It's in the outline now, if you want to check that out, Eric. I I I had it. Po I already seen it. I had it a part of our uh, episode post. These, uh, not, uh, SB Nation one. That's yeah. No, I saw the. No, I see. No, I've seen the Crockett Cup brackets. I mean, honestly, uh, it just it it doesn't make sense to me. It really does not make fucking sense to me. What's so fucking ever and. I mean, like, I'm glad to see some. I'm glad to see some names in there. Like, I'm cu I'm curious to see what Max the Impaler does with Jaday. It's like I'm, I'm curious to see if they make it past the first round. And then, you know, I'm happy to see Flip Gordon in there. But it's like, okay, you have Law Rebellion, your NWA World Tag Team Champions, as your number one seed. So obviously, your number two seed should be the NWA United States Tag Team Champions, the country gentlemen, right? No, your number two seed is Tyrus and Adonis. And then fucking number three is... Who the hell is even number three here? I don't even see number three. Hang on. I'm looking... Knox and Murdoch. That's why I posted the SB Nation one, because it had the seating, like, numbered out, not the bracket. I was going to say, Knox and Murdoch, they have... Wait... In the graphic they fucking posted, they have Octagon, they have Octagon Jr. and Mysterios Jr. and Knox and Murdoch both seated at number four. 
So, first off, whoever the graphic designer is that made this shit, double check your fucking numbers. And then literally like i'm looking at it right now and this is why i went straight to the sb nation because i'm like what the hell are you doing oh, the SB nation class cave side seat one i'm like what the hell are you doing oh god damn it uh, shout out and this to is the first week of june too yeah well now just as a quick shout out shout out to nwa wwe if any of y'all need content creators i do it all and i double check my spelling so uh yeah, uh, let me know. Anywho, back to this fucked up Crockett bracket. So, you know, okay, maybe they're number three. No, that's Knox and Murdoch. Well, maybe four. No, that's Octagon and Mysterios, where they're not even from fucking NWA. Okay, at least five. No, that's Vladimir and fucking Titus. Okay, so number six, maybe? No, that's the Mortons. They're number seven. I understand, like, okay, cool, they at least got a buy, but why the fuck are they not seeded number two when they have the other tag team titles in the fucking company? Like, that does not make sense. You tell me, man. Like, you tell God me. damn it. Like, they literally I have an out-of-shape 50-year-old and somebody who hasn't really even... And Chris Adonis as your number two seed in this bracket. A.K.A. Oh, yeah. I expect them at least Final Four. In a two-night tournament at that, Tyrus to be has enough gas in him. I see making it probably like second round if he can actually breathe. Right. Like Chris Adonis is at least 40. Yeah. But Tyrus? Tyrus. My God. Oh, no, the trust me, it's 50. bad. The man is 50. Oh, yeah, no, it's fucking bad. Uh, let's move on before I get more pissed. I told you, Drigo, we both were going to get pissed off about this, and you wanted to... But, with that being said, and this is not the end of one, or both of us getting pissed off today. We'll get to the stuff that really, I think, is going to set people off in a minute. Because we'll get to that when we talk the updated NXT Women's and World Heavyweight Championship brackets and the Saudi BS. Updated Saudi political stuff that we got to talk about later. But Coach K, Johnny Dawkins, Tyler Hansbro, Coach McGee, and high school scout Tom Konoski. Will be inducted into the 2023 College Basketball Hall of Fame. And the name, prospective name of the UFC slash WWE parent company will be TKO Groups Holding through Endeavor. Which, yeah. But I'm a, yeah, let's. Uh, start with the bracket that kind of is straightforward. We're going to get into bracketology real quick. We got three brackets we got to talk about. The first one, which shout out to Andre Iguodala and, and his career retirement. One of the, I think one of the greatest sixers to six men should have gotten a world title. Wish he would have, but 
it is what it is. However, we got to Eric and I, not you, Trico, unfortunately, got to talk the NBA Conference Finals. Starting with the West, with the Nuggets up to nothing, can in LeBron's final season, the Lakers go for the next five? Eric, I'm asking you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it really all depends on if they're able to um, – it really depends on if the Lakers are able to make a comeback here just because you know how LeBron is under pressure. Um, like I said, they have to win for the next slide, and – Next game is scheduled for Saturday night, so yeah, go for it. And the one with the and the one that shuts up Trico for right now, because are you working this? Are you working the game this week, evening, Trico? Um, according to my schedule, only if they have game six. Only if they have game six. Yeah. So, with that being said, back to only Eric. With the Heat up one, how do you see the Eastern Conference Finals going? Heat winning. In what? Five, four, or six or seven? Um, I don't know because whenever they play the Celtics, there's a history of it going back and forth. So I'd say exactly. That's why I'm like, I see this going to seven. I, I don't yeah, care. I, I personally see it going to seven. But you but got I my mean, Heat clinching it. Oh yeah, no, the Heat are fucking no. The Heat are pulling shockers out of their asses left and right this fucking playoff season. First they took out Milwaukee, now they took out the Knicks. Like they're they're having a they're, it's a Cinderella story pretty much, but it's basically all is a rematch from the bubble, from the bubble. Yeah, and Jerome but, Butler is the one carrying the stride. And with that being said, who you get? Miami versus who for the final? You say Miami versus Denver? I think it's gonna be Miami versus Denver. Who comes out with that? Does Trigo get a Miami? They already took out the number one seed in the East. Now they got to take out the number one seed in the West. I don't know. Like I said, you're dealing with playoff LeBron, so he could pull a rabbit out of his ass. Especially I mean, this final season. Yeah, he might. He might, for all we know, and then it might be a Miami versus LA. But I mean, either way, I I, I see Miami going to the finals. Yeah, I don't think. We'll see if Trico's a happy boy after this episode airs and over the weekend because of Miami being up either 2-0 or it's a uh, 1-1 series. So, yeah. With that being said, that's the first of three tourneys. Oh, yeah, and John Morant got arrested for... got suspended for having a viral video with a gun in his hand. Yep. Being an idiot. Dumbass. 
like literally, you're a top prospect in the league right now, and you are just all over the place. Yeah, I didn't get and something I personally, due to personal reasons, to get my thoughts on last week, were the NXT Women's and World Heavyweight Title tournaments, which the NXT Women's confirmed their semifinals, and the World Heavyweight Title picture confirmed their finals. However, has an interesting wrinkle that if WWE goes for I'm like, oh no. This is not okay if they try this. Right. Because the World Heavyweight Title Tournament that will conclude next weekend in Saudi at Night of Champions will be Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, SmackDown versus Raw for the World Heavyweight title that will be contested on Raw. However, with Seth Rollins starting to transition into Hollywood, with including his upcoming role in Captain American's Captain America's Civil War. Well, let me remind you, this ain't the first time that Seth Rollins has been in a movie role. He's been in plenty others. So this, okay. is, this is not his first time. But Captain America, excuse me, I said the wrong title. Captain America, New World Order. I don't know why my tongue-tied when I was looking at it. But Captain America, New World Order, with this role being the first of many upcoming... WWE doesn't know who's winning that match now between Seth and AJ. Well, uh, I it's think not like the obvious is Seth, but who do you guys have? Well, it's not like Seth is going to go Hollywood full time. Like, but that, there's no way that's going to be happening. He got a long way to go before. Tell it's WWE it's- that they got stunned by Cena and have never recovered. Heck, Roman's been floating around with that idea of doing a lot more Hollywood gigs more than being on TV. Yeah, I heard about that, and I heard that his schedule this year was going to be lighter, and I'm like, so he's literally doing the same exact thing that he talks shit on about with Brock. Like, Like, literally, their three-year feud was over this exact thing. Now he's going to be a hypocrite. Yeah. Pretty much. Low WWE. Well, can you name any other star besides Roman on the roster? Becky. Seth. Cody. Finn. Who'd you say? Finn. Finn Balor. I would not put Finn in the same tier as Becky, Roman, and Seth. Let me rephrase. I'm talking about stars. That's like a Hogan, Stone Cold, Rod, Cena, Seth, Becky, and Cody. Seth, Becky, and Cody. Drew McIntyre. No, I would not put Drew on there. I would not put Drew on that level. But but other than that, um. I got details on 
what Seth Rollins' role is going to be in Captain America: New World Order. Uh, that's going to be a technology thing, not here, and you may want to hold off on that till. Yeah, unless but, you want to not hear the end of it from Marvel. Yeah, but I'm just saying, in case y'all y'all want to know about that, we'll uh, we'll discuss that in another. Uh, that's off camera, bro. Yeah, off camera. That man today. Yeah. And uh, here's another thing that I'm not gonna be a little pissed off about, but Eric maybe because the NXT Women's Title Tournament semifinals are confirmed with Alira Valkyria versus Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez feuding with Eric's favorite woman's competitor, Tiffany Strath. What's okay. your the, the way I see in the finals is going to be is either it's going to be Perez versus Jade or Valkyria versus Strath. So there's no way they're going to do uh, uh, baby face versus baby face or heel versus heel. There's no way they're going to do that. There's no way. I'm going to say this, and I think I said this to you guys in the chat. Cora and Roxanne already get the Sasha Bailey comparison. They already get the Paige and AJ Lee comparison literally because their wrestling mother is Bailey. Their wrestling class, WWE mom, is Bailey. And so, and Bailey's already thrown the idea out on Twitter. Like, if the final is Cora versus Roxanne, Eric, mute up real quick. If the final is Cora versus Roxanne, she wants in as referee. But. Bailey. I'ma just say this. The only reason why Strand has made it this far in NXT is because they like looking hey, up the booth. Go there, go there, go there. I know we're going to do it. She let Vince touch her booty. And he went there. Moving on. <laughs> the final should be Core versus Roxanne, unless you want the comparison. You already get AJ and Page. You already get Sasha and Bailey. Do you want them to go to Tommaso and Johnny territory and be Sean's Tommaso and Johnny instead of calling one or both of them up? Because Braun's already ready to get called up. Whenever Braun gets called up, they're going to call it Cora. Yeah. So it's like finish Cora and Roxanne and put a bow on that and have them in the best of three. Right. On paper, on a premium live event, whatever, rather than just keep ending it. Because Corbin won the first match, Roxanne won the rematch on a premium live event, had this one be for the title and put an end to it. And right. I would say go Cora winning the whole thing, not just because she's from the Midwest, but mainly because the whole thing with Roxanne having that title, unfortunately, for his, because of the way they did it, is going to be chained with Mental Health and Mandy Rose. Right. So if you try and rehab her with the title, it's not going to work. Right. So 
finish the story with Cora, have Cora go over, be as healed and a much of a bitch as she wants to be, and have her run rough shot for like till the winner. Right. That should be the smart thing. And then you tie up all loose ends, leave no doubt, and you could do because Roxanne's already making main event appearances, same with Cora, and yet they're getting beat by Nikki Cross and Emma, but I digress. Right. So, who, out of those four, who do you see ending up in a C-Women's Champ, and out of those two, who do you see World Heavyweight Champ? Well, I'm saying, who you think is going to be in the finals of the women's uh, NXT championship match? In the I said Jaden Perez. I think it's going to be Jaden Perez. Yeah. And I said Cora's going over. Who Do you have any objections to that, or do you think Roxanne somehow wins again? No, I think Cora's going to come. No, I think Cora's going to come out victor this time. Yeah. And here's another reason, and I didn't want to think directly to this, but with Booker on top, she, Roxanne needs to get out of NXT for real just to see what she can do on her own, honestly. Because right. Booker is literally on commentary as her, like, wrestling dad coming from reality wrestling. And then you have the autism storyline that they try to do to get the title off her. And then how she won it from Mandy. And and that was in hindsight with all that controversy. Like, I think a fr- first kind of paint and post SummerSlam would be great for her. And then you could probably rehash the stuff with Bailey. Yeah. Because I'm not surprised she didn't get caught up. I'm shocked, kind of not shocked, because Indy was like the elder stateswoman. With this new NXT that they have right now, post draft, put the title on Cora as the elder stateswoman woman of that locker room. Yeah, because she had been, she's been there since like she was one of the last ones in black and gold. The one of the last women. In the black and gold era to debut. Yeah. So, yeah, put the title on her. Have her be as crazy as she wants for six or so months and then go from there. Yeah. And the one thing that they announced, he announced, but it's so up in the air on how they want to present it. AW Collision is official. However, the whole scenario is stupid because apparently, bite bite, a seal's involvement of returning to the company is in jeopardy. So that's okay. why. Okay, before you go into that, let me say where. So it's going to be a lot of backstage drama. Yeah, but besides all that, um, collision was announced during the W B W B D the uh, um uh, conference call. Where they announced there were uh, where all the shows is going to be happening during the fall, and Collision was part of that uh, announcement. Now, no wrestlers made an appearance uh, during the conference because of the of the writer strike, so that there was no wrestler appearance on, on there. 
So, and with that announcement, um, uh, during on Dynamite, they say um a couple uh arenas that's gonna be shown, but but the first uh, debut episode of Collision was not announced. That's gonna be uh, on a later day, and we'll get to back to that in a second. So, um, we or you, because I know you want to say since Chicago with CM Punk, but. Okay, I don't want to say that because there was still some backstage drama. I don't want to get into all that. I'm going to let that play out as far as that, uh, that, that is concerned. My problem is, is that they should have let Cody Khan have his moment and let him announce it. And then they just have just put it on social media like a bunch of hissies. Couldn't, couldn't wait. Right. Yeah, that was my problem. And well, uh, Tony Khan could have just done did last week's announcement in general. Yeah, and the other thing is is that I don't mind it being on a Saturday, but the only problem is is that it should have it should have switched over from Rampage on Fridays and let Rampage be on a Saturday because okay. yeah. Okay, see, this is also the other thing I'm kind of questioning, because here, let me open it up real quick, just so I don't get this wrong. Um, Look back, reports are saying Rampage is about to be Sunday Night Heat. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm getting at, I'm just trying to find this fucking post first. Um, hang on. Um, And also, it kind of takes away whenever WWE has a pay per view on a on a Saturday. Well, sucks for them. Not just WWE. You know, would you rather watch an, an MMA fight or a C show or a B show of a wrestling show? Especially if you have like the John Lee versus. Amanda Leonis fight coming up, which that did get announced. But fights like that, or would you rather watch just uh, essentially SmackDown from the 2000s, where it was just the same Monday Night Raw follow-up? Which one would you guys pick? I would advise uh, a big uh, one of the pay-per-views first because I can always record collisions anytime. So, thank you. Well, I don't know you heard this. Yeah, I mean, already people are obviously always they're always going to see Dynamite as the main show. Um, no matter what, just because that's the first like show that's the first show that started AEW. Um. Just like how you mentioned that, um, just like how you mentioned that, uh, what's it called? Um, how Raw was like the main staple show for WWE first. Oh, what the fuck? They're not even doing, uh, sorry. I just read that for next week's Dynamite, they're doing the ROH World Tag Team Championship match. That's O to Claudio. And I'm like, wow, I'm so late. So late. I just read that, but it's like, why the fuck aren't you doing that on ROH TV? Like, why Thank Why you. are we still doing this on AEW? Uh, 
Bro, isn't Claudio, and this is going to be muddied anyway, because they're going to be, what, four days away from a blood bloodbath with the elite? Yeah, so exactly. we're expecting two members of the Black Bull Combat Club, and the, within a week's time to transition from a match with the IWGP never open weight six man tag champions to an ROH World Tag Team title match. So, oh hey, let's talk about anarchy in the arena over here. That's too yeah. much. And literally, what's that stuff going to build to? Nothing towards Forbidden Door, which is in a month. Yeah, they keep on doing all these last-minute bookings. And I actually find it funny. I said last week that this week on Dynamite, they were going to announce four matches for Double or Nothing because of this last-minute booking bullshit. How many matches did they announce? Four matches. There was the Battle Royal, the Women's War title match, the Anarchy and Arita match, uh, the TNT Championship ladder match. The TNT Championship ladder match. Which somebody explained to me, you have a 49-year-old that had to retire for about six, seven years over concussions, which is tag marker attributed to ladder matches. Why the hell is he in a ladder match? Who knows at this point? I mean, he's going to have Luchasaurus back. For Tony Khan to get a hit. I don't know. <laughs> as I'm long sorry. as they don't... They we are going in that trend right now. As long I as they don't... Like Jim Cornette or Disco Inferno, but we are going in that trend right now. As long as they don't take the bet off of Warlow on five. But if you do that again, I swear to God. I swear to God. Bro, they big, both big men like shit. Oh, I wait a minute. I agree with Disco and... Oh, wait a minute. Man, book big men like shit. Oh, wait a minute. The TBS title match has been announced for Double or Nothing. Uh, what build? Yeah, Jay versus Ty Valkyrie again. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what? When? Uh, I'm like, literally, Ty has not even been on Dynamite in weeks. And also, apparently, they're doing a six-man tag team match with Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy. So, let me get this straight. A match that a feud that was pretty much on Rampage is concluding on pay-per-view? And you're including the guns. And you're including the guns. Yeah, apparently tonight on Rampage, Cargill de defeats Danny B. Mark Sterling issues an open challenge. Then Genocide came out. Cargill beat her also. And then Tyra Valkyrie came out and attacked Cargill, and she challenged her to a title match at Double or Nothing. Oh, hell. Thanks for the Rampage spoiler, but don't care for that. But the hell. Who the fuck oh. knows? 
With that being said, we'll be right back. <laughs> I knew this episode was going to be triggered. Built Ford Tough. It isn't just a slogan. It's an attitude that runs deep in the history of Ford truck engineering and has produced America's popular lineup of rugged and dependable Ford pickups. That lineup is even bigger and more affordable with the 2020 Ford Ranger. Tested under conditions more extreme than you would ever likely encounter. Ford engineers set a grueling test regimen to prepare the new Ford Ranger for the demands of all-terrain travel. Durability trials on roads so punishing that robots were called in to do the driving. Days of constant shaking in the lab to help identify and reduce squeaks and rattles and to tune suspension parts and body mounts for durability and performance. The 2020 Ford Ranger, it's more than up to the challenge of taking on your toughest test. You can find the new Ford Ranger as well as our entire 2020 roundup at Ford.com. Ford, over 40 years of built Ford Tough. And just like that, we are back, and oh, God. <laughs> I knew this just going to be triggered. I knew it. You're loving it, aren't you? Shoes on the other foot, finally. After what? Over two years, and you finally are not the one triggered? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Bruh. This episode's got everybody hot. I'll say it right now. And I'm going to end it on stuff that won't get us triggered, but will kind of ease us down to a point. Because there is some AEW bullshit booking we got to talk about in a minute. But the rest of it we got to talk about that will trigger somebody. Is Sami Zayn, I don't know how political I want to get with this. Intrigo, we may just have to, Intrigo, we may just have to say, have another break after this. Because Sami Zayn is going to Saudi for Night of Champions. Because... I don't want to get into the whole Saudi versus Syria relations. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Well, let's just say they made a man just for uh, for one show. I don't know how many yeah, times. more than one show because Sammy would not have been cleared. Yeah. Through that, because they literally requested Sammy in the past for Sammy not to go. Yeah. This time That's they're like, Sammy's okay to go. Yeah, but that's not my concern. My concern is on them freaking losing the tag team titles. I was going to gonna get to that next. Yeah. I was going to get to that next. You cut me off. That's my only concern. That was my only concern. It's not them losing the tag titles that got me concerned. It's who they're going to lose them to. It's the match we're talking about in question for next weekend is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defending against Roman and Solo. What the hell are we doing? Are they literally about to do what the women's championships need to do? 
because they're on the wrong color coded brand. For what the hell? Yeah, so, looks like Roman wants to put, follow the footsteps of Kenny Omega being the belt collector. Nope. I gotta agree then, with uh, I gotta then, agree with what yeah. uh Fightful was saying on the spotlight, uh Jeremy Lambert and Steven Oh in yeah. Steven Jensky of and then Vince was like in the boardroom. Oh, if Roman cannot have the World Heavyweight Championship, then we're gonna give him the tag team titles on him. Cause that's good shit, pal. <laughs> no. You did it. Um here's what the proposed idea was. And somebody's final and Eric, I know you think the Usos are gonna screw Roman and Solo and finally do the turn in Saudi, but if they don't, it's like Roman wins and is like hands the titles back to the Usos and like, here, you two owe me one. Like, see, I did it in the first try, but you two can do it twice. So the thing so is, Roman the Usos like make the titles even feel less valued in the company by yeah. being KO and Sammy and then pawning them to, to his cousins. Yeah, that's the thing. Roman does not need the tag team belts to tell a, uh, a good story with the Usos. He doesn't need it. I, I'm sorry. He does not. He does not. So, yeah, it's just a messy situation that nobody likes. Eric, thoughts? Um. Yeah, no, I mean, the... I mean, they kind of fucked up here just because I don't really see I don't really see this being a legible match. I mean, I kind of liked how they were building to it to where like Sammy and KO get like one more shot to beat Roman. But at the same time, it's like Roman doesn't need any more belts. He there there should have been a play. There should have been a program for him to defend the belt at Night of Champions. So then once he hit a thousand days, it actually would make sense. But instead, they just threw him in a tag title match. As we talked about before, stat padding for the sake of sake of stat padding. The only one yeah. champion that's about to earn their stat at this point is Gunther. And even then, I'm like, are we really about to have this man hold it for another like five months just to break Honky's record? Because there is a rumor that they might get a fourth member of of Imperium, which I like. With, let's they, not it, talk it, about that. Let's they not talk about right. that I'm not going to talk, talk, talk about that on air. Let's I say not I'm not going to talk anything about it. Whether they're going to go that route, they got to do it right. That's all I'm saying. They got to do it right. All right. They got to do it right. Yeah. And speaking of doing stuff right, Eric, the main of, I think the main event of this card will piss you off. By just what I see on here, yeah. actually, no, that's that won't be the main event. It's like not even Cobain, okay, but it is on here because we got to talk and preview New Japan Resurgence, which will have title implications galore and a heel fighting for the quote unquote the lack of. The innocence or lack thereof of his wife. 
So pre-show is Bateman versus DKC and Alex Coughlin versus Christopher Daniels. Opening two matchups, according to Wikipedia, are going to be for the New Japan Strong Women's Championship with Stardom's Momo Kongo versus AW slash ROH's Willow Nightingale facing the winner of CMML, CMLL Stephanie Rake versus New Japan's Mercedes Monet. And then you've got TMDK, Big Dude, Bad Dude Tito, and ZSJ versus Barbro Cavanario and Virus. And then you've got a street fight that is riddled in just messiness because Fred Rosser kind of turned heat, cut, did a heel setup. Against two heels that nobody cares for. Because he literally tried to invite Tony Storm over to his house. And just called Juice less than half a man. But does anybody care for Juice and Tony getting their comeuppance at this point? Because on AEW TV, Juice is, is run has been flat. And really, nobody cares for Tony. Regardless of... If she gets number one contender randomly or not. And please, and I will say this right now to put a bow on this outcast stuff since we're on this match specifically, and it essentially involved one of the outcasts. Can we please do something different for both Jamie and Soraya? We have been in this. Jamie, Soraya, and Britt. We have been in this Dalgon storyline with them three specific, them four specifically, and I'm going to throw in Tony too. We have been in a storyline with them four since freaking September. Last September. So it's almost been a year. And it's not over anytime soon. And if the rumors are true, it ain't ending anytime soon. Can we move on, AEW? I'm sorry, guys. Didn't mean to hop on the AEW soapbox. When we're talking to New Japan Strong Card, but... Hey. Tony Storm had to come up because she's been the object of the match. But, hey. Uh, and then the rematch for the New Japan Strong Openweight title of Hikaleo defending against Kenda, Kenta, excuse me. And then I think a match Eric's going to enjoy. Chaos members Okada, Rocky Romero, and Tomohiro Ishii. And a regular six-man, not for the titles, because of the, the next match on the, the co-main event. Of is Okada, Rocky, and Ichi versus the Blackpool Combat Clubs, Moxley, Yuta, and Shoto Umino. How do you that make that match make you feel a bit better, Eric?
Yeah, no, that one definitely makes me feel a bit better because I get to see Kazuchika Okada get his head kicked in. Yeah. And then... I, I, I'm starting to think I enjoy violence too much. It's not that you enjoy violence. It's just who you enjoy violence. It's the fact you enjoy specific people. Hey, um, that new Hey, BCC, if you need a new member, Eric could be your new member. Eric could be your new member. Oh, my God. I would love to be a part of the Blackpool Combat Club. You understand how much fun I would have? At least you won't be an amateur. You won't be an amateur. Oh, no. With my martial arts background, I feel like me and Danielson would get along very well. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! Like I feel like I just walk in, and he'd see my martial arts, he'd see he'd see that I actually have basic knowledge of kicks and everything. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna like this one." And then speaking of liking this one, depending on both their health and the winner going on to face Lance Archer for the number one contendership for the IWGP United States title at Forbidden Door. Man, that's a long road. It's Tanahashi versus Osprey. With the winner to get Archer for that at the winner gets Archer in two weeks at Dominion, with the winner of that match getting Kenny at Forbidden Door. Who wins that Saturday to fight Archer? And then who wins between the winner and Archer to fight Kenny? Um, I think Osprey's taking the match Sunday, and then, and then Dominion. I think it's gonna be Osprey again. I think Osprey's gonna take it at Dominion, and then it's gonna be Omega versus Osprey too. All right, and obviously Osprey needs to get his belt back in that scenario. Oh, Would yeah. get the belt back in his that scenario. Trico, how do you see the so Tanashi and Art? Tanashi Osprey, winner gets Archer. Well, winner the final gets Kenny. How do you see the other half of that bracket goes? I think it's gonna be Will Osprey and Kenny at um at Forbidden Door. Enough said. And then with this New Japan Strong Women's Title, Monet versus Ake. Do we need to say? I mean, it's definitely it's obviously going to Sasha. Like yeah, just so, the strong woman title. Yeah, and mainly with especially with the way Rocky worded it, Rocky worded the title as the the titles in a sense. In a recent interview, the IWGP title is a New Japan and Stardom thing. The New Japan Strong thing is a stateside New Japan thing. Yeah. Other than Willow, who else is like fully involved with US? The US. Because Momo, that would be a nice story for her and kind of a redemption arc for her just because of how Mercedes punked her out in the Mayu feud and then going to go full circle with her entire arc in Sardom right now. However, it's not a stardom thing. It's a New Japan thing. And then right. Stephanie, like CMLL, I 
don't know if they want too much and how strong their relationship other than poaching talent right now is with CMLL. Because think about how many have either gone through excursion and then gone back to Japan or just randomly ended up on CMLL TV. I mean, New Japan TV for straight from CMLL just randomly. Right. So, yeah. And I do think with that being... So I do think it's going to be Willow... Willow or Momo versus Mercedes. I, And I do think... Especially considering for Mercedes and Bailey literally have an opportunity to give people like give wrestlers that they're their literal inspiration for getting in the business moments within the next week. We talked about the one where Bailey basically could come back involving her kids for a world title at Battleground. Yeah. But Willow's dream match is Mercedes Monet. And she's literally on record said her dream match is Mercedes Monet. Oh, she might get it. So. Yeah, so. And granted, Willow is a little heavy-handed when it comes to some of the spots she does, but her personality is like the perfect baby face of Mercedes playing heel. The Mercedes doesn't need to try. Oh, yeah. So, I would love to see that match. Momo's got the history with Mercedes, and yeah. I yeah. don't know how you could easily make a story and not. Because, like, if the rumors were true about people literally leaving the taping after Kylan King and Trinity, yeah. Imagine if Mercedes loses a Stephen Bakke in Long Beach, which is Snoop's hometown. Oh, who knows? Yeah, they might just leave in. Wait, wait, did Trinity walk out of Impact? No, 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 no. Like, fans walked out after her match. Oh, after she won. Fans reportedly left the arena after her and Kylie King. What, was it that bad? No, because they were only there for Trinity. <laughs> oh. Yeah, fans being loyalists and left after her match, reportedly. Yeah, maybe they should keep her matches for like last on the for like one of the last ones on the card, not more so now. Last on the tapings for real. Yeah. Anywho, let's talk about all this gaming stuff. Yeah, all the all, at least there's some good news there with Mortal Kombat. Now there's a lot of good news on this because I'll start with the one stuff you guys don't know that well, but for me. It's kind of massive because the Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel World Championship qualifiers are going on right now. And as long as you guys, any deck is swiable, kind of lean a little bit. The higher up you go, I'd either lean toward a Blackwing or a your Elements deck personally, just because you're going to see a lot of that uh, tier Elements like going. Somebody mute their mic. So, with the Master Duel World Championship 
qualifiers going on right now. A world championship qualifiers right now. It's a lot more gems and a lot more just free stuff available right now. And even just for that, I would like enter and it's nothing enter. Just pick whatever deck you want. Obviously there are decks I would prefer saying, but you all honestly have to know how to play, but there are no restrictions and a lot of gems are up for grabs. Then the sun, I actually need to do a review on this, but the pretty sweet pack DLC came out for WWE 2K23. And it's a hit and miss DLC with the with the update. Trico, did you have a chance to look and play through the update on 2K23? Yes. Other than the individual characters, which were the Good Brothers, Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, Tiffany Stratton, and Pretty Dudley, what did you think? I do have some of the patch notes, and a lot of those were like kind of falsely advertised. I mean, it is, it is what it is. So. Got me uh, at least it gave me something to play around with for a uh, universe mode. Tiffany Stratton. Apparently, apparently, like the fix that you had to do, some of the fixes in universe mode, you kind of had to reset your save again to just do it. At least now with team orientations, they're running through properly, so it's not too messed up. Hey, wait, so since, so since Tiffany Strand's in that DLC pack and then she could also be used on the main roster, does that mean I can take my answer from earlier and say I want her to get RKO'd? No. God damn it. I'm talking IRL. <laughs> I cried. I know you tried, but it failed. But yeah. And then finally, we got to talk about the reaction that I did. The non bloody reaction because I could only react to a minute and a half. But thank God I only was able to react to a minute and a half of this. Mortal Kombat 1. It all began again. That trailer is insane. And the beta is basically about to be next current gen only, so PS5, Series X, and so on. But the beta is out this month. And the pre-order is Shang Song. It's crazy, dude. And the confirmed characters, because they were in the trailer, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Raiden, Shang Tsung, as mentioned, Melina, Katana, Sub, and Scorpion. They were clearly defined in the trailer, not 
everything, like all the deep dives, you know. And it's going to be released four months from the day, September 19th. Are y'all too ready? Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited for this one to be released. Um, I actually watched the full trailer. It looks good. It, like, it's taking it back. It's taking the game back to its roots. And it's pretty much almost like a reboot of a new generation of Mortal Kombat. And I'm excited to see it. Go ahead, Trico. Trico. Trico, you can talk about the yeah. game, man. Okay, so um, even though this is a 12th edition, but technically it's a second reboot. It is a reboot from the ninth game. So, and I was like, why do they call it Mortal Kombat 1? I like, it has to be an explanation why they call it that. So I was like, okay, okay, now I see why they call it that. Because the Nightball Kombat game was just called Mortal Kombat. So I kind of understand why they did that. So I kind of understand why they did that. And like I said, it's a, it's a reboot and all begins again. But those graphics, when it came to the fatalities, man, brutal Ooh, as I hell. like it. Like it, like it. Like it. But I got to see gameplay. But it's not going to be good for everyone who's have a diarrhea problem of blood. Have a diarrhea problem. On that note, anything you want to plug? Well, uh, this week, we're going to be touching on as the wrestler returns in the latest Fast and the Furious entry. And we're going to be doing a review on that and then plenty other news for the Technology News Talk. Go ahead, Eric. Um, well, if you haven't already, guys, follow us on social, on social media. Um, respect the Combat um, podcast, and you know, listen to us every week, five PM every Friday. Uh, Eastern you can Standard plug the Twitter, Twitter. huh? Plug the Twitter. You can now. Uh, and then the username for our Twitter is RTC Podcast One. So make sure to follow us on there. And it's been more than a month, so I'm about to plug this shit now. Uh, fizzy infused beverages. If you haven't figured it out by now, uh, look us up, journeyhemp.com. Um, we have just today officially released our new D9 seltzer, Peach Bliss, now available, I believe, online. If not, I'm going to yell at Paul. Um, it is available um, officially, so go get your D nine. So go get your D nine and D eight infused seltzers and sodas, the best ones on the market currently. We're in twenty nine different states. We're in Kansas. We're in Wisconsin. We're in New Jersey. We're in your mother's house. We're everywhere. Go go get you some fizzy. My thought is, how about no? And uh, 
I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> bad experiences. But with that being you said, mad because it made you go sleep, sleep. More than that, and we'll talk at some other time. But other than that, I think everything's just dealing with the personal matters that I had to attend to last week, and just feels good to be back with these two knuckleheads. Granted. We got a busy June coming up, y'all. Oh yeah, yeah. June's gonna be busy. I mean, just, I mean, just, just next weekend alone is gonna be busy. I mean, we got freaking double or nothing. We got NXT Battleground. We got Night of Champions. God, we got Under Siege. Like, we got four. We got four pay per views already offhand that we're gonna be covering next weekend. Previewing next weekend, and then we are going to follow that up. And then we've got some surprises for June. And then we've got... I know you're planning on going to a couple show, a couple Impact shows in Columbus. I'm planning on it. We'll see if they stay, stay like the course or fall through. But I plan on going to my first wrestling shows in a long time. And possibly my first Impact shows ever in June, but we'll see everything yep so um, I think we're all looking forward to that and it's going to be fun oh yeah two fingers love y'all and uh, we out